Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. gentlemen welcome back to another thriller bitcoin today we have on the bitcoin bum my best friend kyle fucking murphy kyle welcome to the show well it's a pleasure as always thanks for having me uh it's it's kind of funny because uh, we were just talking about it this morning like how fucking everything has changed right like when we first met like i passed by slate cafe every day dude and i just still to this day i'm just like man we could have started there even just sitting in this podcast studio recording this episode right now feels different than I than I remember like being in this podcast studio just a handful of months ago. Like when we first when we first started the the vibe in this room and like the kind of the general feel of like being in Capital Factory and hosting a meetup and thinking through the very early thought processes of like a, a hacker house that became Pleb Lab, like so much has changed dude it it it's weird because to some extent like the the feelings of how fucking different it feels sitting even in this podcast studio a lot of that has to do with how much we've changed yeah dude like i'm mean, even now like i still like i feel like i'm making major changes even now like you know i, I talked about it publicly last week on second East Live, but i went through a divorce right around the time when i met kyle um a separation and then yeah, dude, it was really dark times. I mean, you know, I was, I mean, Kyle's, Kyle's been my best friend through all of that. And like, it's really hard not to have, um, not to have somebody on your side and support you through that. But Kyle's been one of those guys. So I'll, I'll always be super loyal to KFM here. But like, man, dude, it's been, ah, dude, just thinking about it now. And then like all the changes that I made personally in my life here recently and going through that and, we have changed. Yeah, it's this journey's been a hell of a journey, dude. It's uh, it's been a good one, but it's definitely been an emotional roller coaster. Was there anything that, I mean, I, I know for me personally, like it, everything's been like a surprise every step of the way. We've had these like mini wins. Remember in the in the beginning days when we like landed Capital Factory, we were like, oh my god, we're gonna be at Capital Factory. We thought it was like so cool. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. I mean, dude, I was just talking about it with the front desk girls this morning. They're, they're like training a new girl. And I asked her, like, how, well, how do you think about work so far? And she's like, yeah, she's like, it's good. 
I, I really like the free coffee. And I was like, yeah, the novelty wore off for me a while ago. The, <laughs> the coffee tastes like shit. <laughs> but like it is, that's like, that's kind of like a, it's a funny little analogy for how things have kind of progressed, right? It's like in the beginning, it was epic. It was epic. We had this amazing space and it was all ours and I had free coffee and free snacks. And now today it's like, the snacks are all unhealthy. The coffee's shit. <laughs> I'm tucked away in my little corner office, like hidden, hidden away from the rest of the crowd. It's just like we're like Harry Potter under the stairs, dude. It's uh, it's funny. It's funny how things have 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 grown. But again, all in like really positive directions. I love what we've become and where it seems to be trending. But um, yeah, it's been wild to go from just a guy who just pulled into Austin in a FedEx truck, and <laughs> parked in a park. Like, dude, I back when we started this, man, I spent most of my days before we really got into it. I like, I spent most of my days sitting at the park. I remember just like sitting in the front seat of my truck, like watching as like people in the park ran through and biked through. I did a little bit of exercise, but that was, that was my day, bro. My day consisted of just like literally hanging out by myself at home. Now yeah. I'm never home and I'm almost never by myself. I like I have to actively find time for myself because at this point I'm surrounded by plebs and bitcoiners and builders. It's fucking it's awesome. It's fun as fuck, it right? It's pretty amazing. Dude, like I'm dude, I, and every day I pray and every evening I pray, I'm just so thankful, man. Like so thankful to God and to the people around me. I'm just like, how did I land? this this amazing life like it's just fuck dude it, you know well we we built it but you know what i mean like it's just like i know we built it i know we did a lot of hard work but like a lot of we had we had a lot of good luck man like there was a lot of good luck yeah i mean ask and you shall receive right you pray for it and and then you work towards it and the convergence of your individual work and god's will and here we are yeah and i think one of the great things of about what we've been doing is it's always been not about us and we've 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 had that like same mindset from the very beginning like it's never been about us it's been about saving the city saving this town you know saving the community um growing bitcoin growing bitcoin building it better i mean it's just it's pretty phenomenal man um i'm just so excited dude and we're we're sitting on the on the heels of what's going to be um sats by southwest hackathon this is the first hackathon we've ever done yeah i'm super excited for it <laughs> it's gonna be good yeah was there anything you th- like have, have we i guess for me like this hackathon has was there any kind of trouble that you saw early on when we were kind of coming up with the plan or anything like that was there anything that you were like oh shit how are we gonna do this how are we gonna do that because our first hackathon was there anything or you felt pretty confident with the guys that we have there honestly i just pulled most of what I like needed to know from the talents around me. They've all been to hackathons, have like done hackathons. So I just like used my team. I le- I leaned on my network, right? But um, I will say in hindsight, not kind of like in the early days did I see problems, but like in hindsight, after basically now being at the hackathon, I mean, we're ready to go. There's nothing left to really do for the hackathon other than like a couple of announcements and open the doors, right? The, the one thing I would do going forward with our, our, our I mean, we want to do a hackathon per quarter moving forward. Right. So moving forward, the one thing I will do differently, it seemed like something where it was like, eh, if 
half of the people do and half of the people don't, then I'm going to do the half that don't because it's like one less step I have to do, which was creating a registration page. We're going to do a registration page moving forward because every investor, every like logistics person, everybody that I'm talking to and coordinating with is like, what's the attendance? How many people are you expecting? And it's like the one thing that I just didn't have. I had to kind of be like, well, based on my best guesses and like energy on social media, I think this, but like, nah, I don't really want to present people that I'm trying to coordinate with. Like, I think this, it's like, here's the exact numbers I have right now. And it's probably not that complicated to just set up a registration page. Yeah, we, we could have done that. And that's kind of on me for not doing that. But I, we asked around like, every developer we no, talked it, to. I mean, ultimately, it's on me. I turned and I asked Super. I said, Super, do they normally have registration pages? And he said, eh, it's 50-50. And I was just like, well, if 50% don't, we won't. I don't need it. Yeah. And, and it was just like that. I didn't put any more thought into it. I just ran with it. I was like, if 50% don't, why do why, like we don't need to? That's good enough for me. But... Again, in hindsight, what I've learned through putting this together is that there's enough people who are going to want to know those numbers that creating a registration page is just like a task that for the little amount of effort that goes in up front, it saves me a lot of headache through the course of putting everything together. Right. That makes sense. You know, it's one of those things, too. Like I've already had like four people reach out to me that are going to be flying it personally. And then we still have all the people in the Keep Awesome Pleb Telegram that are talking about it. Um yeah, I really think I it's going to be big. I think it's going to be big. There's a team coming in from Georgia. I know I have a guy coming in from California. And then we have a couple of guys in our office. And and then, and then like you said, just general community beyond that. So, I'm I, again, this has kind of just been like, because I don't have a registration page, I've kind of just been speculating. But I'm thinking we're going to have between 10 and 30 participants. And right now, my guess is somewhere between 16 and 18. You know, it's funny too. I was in my, I was in my Uber the other day and literally the, 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 the man was talking about his kid and about, and he said he's going to bring his kids to the hackathon. It's like some little kid, like probably about 14 years old. That's super into computer science. Thinks Bitcoin is cool. I invite him to the hackathon. I was like, bring your son, come to the hackathon. So he said he was going to be there. We might even have kids. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll see. That would be crazy. I am going to, at some, I'm going to have to like limit who can be there. This is, this is not designed to be like a big public event. Um, it is for the hackers and the sponsors and the judges. Like it, it's not, hackathons don't typically get opened up as like a, a, like a big public gathering type event. Um, it's normally like a quiet space where coders are just building projects. So hopefully there's not like an insane amount of turnout of people that just like oh, just want to hang out about it and just like want to hang out because it's not designed yeah. to be a hangout and if you're listening to this, I, I will turn away people. I like I will be in charge of kind of the key and, and entry. So like you can so come this you is can, an Austin Bitcoin club. You can come you can come hang out with me. Uh I'll take you guys down to Shiners or something. We'll do something fun. Um but we are going to have an event. Oh we are Saturday night. Oh boss. So more details come. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah. I yeah, dude, it's just it's super exciting. I can't wait for the hackathon. Um so much momentum going into into everything right now. I feel like March is just going to pop off, dude. Welcome to spring. <laughs> Welcome to Bitcoin spring, right? It's uh, it's a beautiful time. Bitcoin's r- rising up too today. It's, a, I mean, dude, it's just, you know, it was kind of one of those things the other day. I was just kind of talking to Tristan and seeing his growth, like from when I met him back in what, November, December, to like seeing his growth now. 
as a CEO, dude, kid is kid's future super bright. The journey of growth for everyone that we work alongside, as well as the communal growth as a family. Man, I honestly couldn't ask for a better community to be involved with. It's, I mean, without question, the the most valuable thing I have gained from everything that we have done since day one is to create that community, or at the very least, to create the space for the creation of that community. Because that community, my friends, my family that mm-hmm. I now call my my Bitcoin family, like, I don't care if I never make a fucking dollar doing any of this, like. I would like to. I'd, I'd like to make a couple dollars so I can put it into Bitcoin. But uh, I'm blessed to have earned all of the value that I have already earned in 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 this family. Yeah, that's for sure, dude. We made so many close friends, real ones too, like just all across Austin and outside of Austin. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. We have a nice little, we have nice. We build a nice little community of Bitcoiners, man. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's really cool, man. Um, and you know what's funny is like we talk about it, and uh, there's there's been other people that have approached us and wanting to buy into our community, which is just like disgusting. Uh, we have to turn them down all the time. But what's interesting though is like, here, let me finish this. Should I put them on blast? No, don't put them on blast. What's interesting though is like we. You know who we're talking about. <laughs> what's interesting though is like they don't understand like what it is just to help people. It starts with S and ends with. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like they don't understand what it is just to help people like freely. And I think that's what me, you and Keon understood from the beginning is just like, just go be of service to other Bitcoiners and like, God will take care of the rest. And that's literally when people ask me like, how do you break into the Bitcoin space? Go be of service to other Bitcoiners. Yeah. And, And then, God will take care of the rest. It's that it's that simple. I think we've always had that mindset from the beginning. Even now, we're still not getting paid. <laughs> but like, to be honest with you, like, I don't care. Like, oh, what are we at? We're at month. Well, for Pleb Lab's existence, we're four months in, four and a half months in now. Gosh, um, it feels forever. I have paid myself net negative. I've actually put money into it. <laughs> a significant chunk of uh, collateralized loan into the business. So at this point, uh, I'm, I'm not only am I not getting paid, nor have I been paid, but I've actually I've dumped a significant chunk of my personal savings into it. Yeah. Look, man, I believe in what we're doing here. And it's um, something I want to see continue for as long as possible. So a bullish that it's going to continue for much longer than it has already. Um, bullish for the the likelihood that I will pay myself back for the money I've invested into this <laughs> thing, hope, as, as well as a paycheck. But um, yeah, man, it doesn't matter. Like I've done everything I've done, including financially backing this thing, because I believe in the value of of helping others. And ultimately, I do believe that Pleb Labs' existence is helping others. And I've honestly not been more certain of anything I've invested my time and energy into than Pleb Lab. So I, it's, it's not going to go away. Like I've learned before Pleb Lab that with enough time and energy put behind something that you care about, you will find a way to make it work. And I've already dedicated nearly as much time as I've dedicated to anything else I've ever done. Um, but I've certainly dedicated more energy 
to this than anything else I've ever done. Like time-wise in, in like days, weeks, months, maybe I've invested a little bit more energy into a handful of things. Like uh, the idea of doing the travel, uh, like vlogger, blogger thing. I, I was on the road for a year uh, at, at that dream, but I didn't work very passionately for it. As time went on, I realized it was like, man, I don't really care about this. Like it's not something that's a deep passion for me. I enjoyed traveling for myself. It was a growth experience. I wasn't trying to turn it into a career. I'm not really trying to turn Bitcoin into a career necessarily either, but I care about the entire movement that is Bitcoin. So I'm as invested as I can be. I don't there's like I don't think there's a way I could be more invested in Bitcoin. Like yeah. I'm all in and then some. Right. And I I'm not pulling back anytime soon. Yeah, I think at this point we've we've eaten dirt for so long. Um we can continue eating dirt. It's starting to taste pretty good now. <laughs> I love the dirt. Actually, I actually can make a good mud pie now. Like it, it's actually really great. Cause like when you give freely, um, like in the early days, dude, like fuck, remember this? We're eating fucking sandwiches at fucking Bitcoin Club. Like it was sad, dude. And like a lot of a lot of the stuff, like my LLC, Thrillex Recordings LLC, like we had to put it on that. Like it was it was early days and yeah, but we did what we had to do to get us there. And then now we're doing what we have to do to get us there again. And like, even at this point, we've built such a sustainable model at this point. Like, I'm not, I'm fearless at this point. It's like, we've reached, we've made it over the hill. And it's literally just, we're now we're just rolling. And I don't think it's... Uh, I, I, I do believe that we've kind of entered the era for Pleb Lab that is kind of the snowball has been made. And like yesterday, we pushed it. You think so? Yeah. And now it's kind of, it's going to take time to gain momentum. But the snowball is rolling downhill at this point. And uh, it's going to get bigger. It's going to start moving faster. It's, it's where we're at. We've, we've crested the fucking hill as far as I can tell for like... I think so too. The, the uphill battle where we were pushing a fucking boulder up a hill... Great learning experience, very difficult at times. There Made times, us stronger. There were times where I genuinely like doubted what I was doing and thought maybe I'm gonna quit. Like that idea of I'm all in and then some. Like there were a lot of days in the fucking building of this thing where I was like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's time to just fucking. You're get telling on a plane me, dude. And, like, disappear to a fucking beach in Thailand, but like. <laughs> You're telling me. I'm glad we pushed yeah. through. Uh, I'm I'm certain we will still see some more challenges, but I'm I'm also certain at this point that the majority of the most difficult early phase things are kind of we've hashed through, man. Yeah, we've resolved them, which is yeah. crazy, dude. Because it started with literally nothing. It's insane, dude. Like, has there ever? There's never been a Bitcoin like plug lab. There's never been something like this before, right? Has there, or am I just? There is no Bitcoin accelerator. I mean, there are other people that are now starting them. Um, but as far as the uh, so Bitcoin accelerator incubator goes, we were the first. We're not currently the only. There are a handful of places with a lot of capital that are attempting their early ideations of what a Bitcoin accelerator could look like. Uh, but we're definitely furthest ahead. Uh, we're the most kind of developed as far as what it should look like. What works, what doesn't work. Right. How to get these projects off the ground. And and to, to, to add to that. How to build great we, leaders. We are, we are also... 
the only example I can find of something built like this uh, by a community of people that had nothing to begin with. Like 99.9% of accelerators are built by people like the people that are now our competition. I mean, and they're not even really our competition. They're That's the wrong word. Yeah, because the more Bitcoin accelerators we have in the space, the better. In oh, mind, right? boats, it, all boats we, rise. We have, yeah, all boats rise. So competition is the wrong word. But um, the other people now attempting what we're trying to build as well, like what we've built and now people are following suits, um, they're doing it and they're doing it from a place of like have been in finance and Bitcoin and money for a lot longer than us. They have a lot more money. And from what I can tell in the research that I've done, there is basically almost no accelerator program that has ever sprung up from two fucking plebs. Uh, <laughs> can't find them all. Really, dude? That's insane, man. And and that's a that's a the crazy thing is like we're not just two normal plebs. I'll give ourselves a little bit of credit, Kyle. Like, um, we're a deadly combination. When you throw me, you, and Keon together, like we're a deadly combination. I think it takes all our brain power together um, I mean, to do what we do. Power, it's without it's, question, it would not have been doable if any one of us had just attempted to do it alone. No, and that's what one thing. No, you joke. You could build a better one. <laughs> I just fuck around. You know, you know what's funny though is he, he's totally joking. But you know what's hilarious though is like we literally could um, start this thing and then look back five years from now and see like, oh crap, look at the amazing companies that we built, the leaders that we've seen come through here. Like, remember when Zaprite came through? Like when John came through Zaprite, man. Like, I fully anticipate that that will happen. 100% that's the reason we're building it, right? Well, maybe not 100%, but like a good portion of the reason we're building it is to fucking help grow out an amazing ecosystem of Bitcoin companies and great Bitcoin leaders. And I, I'd be willing to place my money where my mouth is right now on the fact that we have at least one or two of them in our office currently. Yeah. It's just amazing to see like, I think it, I think it has to go with our different backgrounds it's dude, it's it's a godly miracle, I think. It's just because like you have your background and how you can transform people into leaders. You get me going sometimes when I don't want to go. Like you you are just a natural born leader at all the things that you do. Then you have Keon with his technical expertise and all his startup background. And you know, then you have me with all my media experience and what I do with PR and brand and style and everything like that. It's just like you bring those three things together and it's just like, whoa. These guys are. Yeah, we have something special here, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really cool thing. Yeah. Should we talk about the upcoming Miami event? Oh, yeah. Our kind of like uh, plans for Austin Bitcoin Club over the next month. Yeah, go for it. Okay, great lead up. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I guess the the as most of you already know. um, No, that was me hitting my foot. Okay, the, as, most, <laughs> as most of you know, we have... Um, Wait, oh, is that what you heard? Phone, are you talking to, to somebody? Yeah, but are you in a... I did not ask you to speak. To oh, okay. Very much. Yeah. Um, all right, sorry about that. No, you're fine. Uh, so anyways, Austin is the home of Bitcoin, but for the month of April, Miami will be pulling a large chunk of us to the shitcoin capital. So, Austin Bitcoin Club was scheduled for April 7th. Was it April 7th? Yeah, I think first, it was 7th. The first Thursday. It's I literally believe, the start of the Bitcoin the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
putting it out there now, folks, there will be no Austin Bitcoin Club the month of April. Um, me and Carr and I believe at least 90% of the yeah, all the Bitcoiners are, are on our way to Miami. Um, we hope to see you there. If we don't see you there, we'll be back May 5th for the first Thursday in May. Um, yeah. Regular schedule. Bitcoin comments. Yeah. Tacos beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really it was really interesting doing it at Bitcoin Commons this last month. Uh, what did you think about it? I think considering unconfiscatable was happening, and we made a transition into a new space all in the same week, uh, I was actually surprised at the turnout we had. Yeah, it was a lot more people than I thought. I really was expecting a pretty small crowd. Did you see how many new people were there? Like new plebs? Yeah. I, I I was surprised to see that like fifty percent of the room had moved to Austin in the last few months. That's there was insane. Honestly, man, Austin Bitcoin Club. I think more so than BitDevs draws a really new crowd almost every single month. I have noticed since Genesis meeting, we have a lot of we we have a handful of the same guys that show up to all of them. But we pull hundred person crowds, and it's always 60 percent new people. That's interesting, Great. right? Like it's, it's like we're getting all these greeting all these normies turning into bitcoiners and they're all these like new bitcoiners, 2021 bitcoiners, 2020 bitcoiners. Yeah. Like handful of shitcoiners, but you know, but but we're slowly we're slowly we're slowly turning them. Yeah. Right? It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's impossible to be in a room with 90 plus percent bitcoiners that are hardcore bitcoiners and uh not start to kind of get it. Yeah, I really like the comments. Like Kaylee's been killing it over there, dude. She's probably the hardest working woman that I know of that I see on a daily basis at Unchained. Yeah, uh, shout a, out to Kaylee. It's not a probably. You th- oh, you think? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's definitely the hardest working woman in Bitcoin. I mean, she works next to Parker, man. You can't say. Uh, yeah, that's true. You can't work next to Parker Lewis and not be the hardest working. Uh, like it's Parker Lewis and then Kaylee. That's just how it was. That's yeah. That's, that's the honest to God's truth. Yeah. So, Kaylee, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you for what you do. Yeah, thank you, Kaylee. She's amazing. Um, but somebody's got to keep Parker in line. <laughs> I love Parker. I love Parker Lewis. Uh, it's crazy though. Like we have people like Parker and Marty, and like we saw Will today at the coffee shop. Like it's so cool. Like being around other Bitcoiners here in our little what is the financial district in Austin. And Bitcoin is like at the center of the financial district in Austin. Let's fucking go. Don't you think that's kind of weird, though? Like how we're in the hub of Austin in the financial district and you have these Bitcoin companies like Pleb Lab, like fucking Unchained. Do I think like TFTC, like no, inside? No. Of, I think that's weird. I just dude, we're, we're literally like, like, you know, how dude, like, it's just so weird. Like, because like for me, I have a tendency of looking in the past and seeing where we've come. I'm just like, what the hell? Do you remember when it's crazy Nino jumped inside Agent Smith? <laughs> <laughs> and like blew him up from the inside out. Oh, that's what we're doing. That is literally exactly what's happening in the financial district downtown Austin right now. Like Bitcoin jumped inside of the fucking Agent Smith, and we are now literally just like changing the the digital DNA of fucking financial district Austin. And eventually, it will be all orange. It will go from green to orange very very soon. We are the flood, brother. We are the flood. Are, <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, man, how are we going to clean up this world? We're already doing it. That's facts. The Bitcoiners are already doing it. That's facts. Uh, what do you think uh, about like just the amount of surge and just momentum that we have going into South by? 
you want to talk about the cease and desist or you want to leave that alone for now? No, I think it's pretty much <laughs> yeah. done with. It was like a small blip on our radar. And at this point, it is what it is. That was kind of weird, though. It was me. weird, though. It's and they reached out me. afterwards. So that was weird. Don't you think that was kind of weird? Yeah, kind of. But but I think what's even more ridiculous to me than, than that kind of moment in time is just the fact that the South by Southwest event, almost a two week long event that is focused on at least for some portion technology. technology has zero Bitcoin presence. So I am really excited to see that the Bitcoin community turned up and was like, no, we're just not going to let that flow. Or that's like, that's unacceptable. And the guys over at Unchained and here over at Pleb Lab, like plus a handful of others, the the Marty Bents, the Peter McCormick right. in town, like everybody is flowing into Austin to be like, we're not going to let a two week technology festival fucking have zero Bitcoin, we'll just do it ourselves and we'll invite the normies and we'll pull them away from South by Southwest. If you're literally too blind to see the truth of Bitcoin at a fucking happening in your own town, right in your own backyard, like literally the epicenter, this event happens in the epicenter of Bitcoin and you have zero Bitcoin presence at your festival. You're a fiat festival and good luck to you, sirs. Uh, but we'll just, again, this is why we created SatsPy. It's, we're not going to have zero Bitcoin presence during a huge festival in Austin. So if you want to ignore us, that's fine. We'll literally, we'll just build our own thing on the side and it will eventually be bigger than what South by Southwest is doing. I'm bullish, dude, because, uh, Will was telling us today when we're walking back, like they have the whole, um, is that, is that public knowledge yet? Can we say that or no? I don't know. Okay. Maybe we should, we should leave that out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's. Just telling you, plebs, like, uh, it's going to be some hot shit coming out through fucking uh, Satsby in the next right, couple weeks. It's it's pregame to Miami. This is Satsby. <laughs> Satsby is the pregame for Miami. So if you're in Austin and you're planning to attend Miami. Um, We're pregaming here. The, the, <laughs> the festivities begin this weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude. I can't wait to see everybody. I can't wait to meet everybody. A lot of, a lot of friends are coming through. Um, I actually have a friend that I'm meeting up here at one. And today's Wednesday? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Asher comes in tomorrow. Oh, boss. I can't Asher. wait to meet him. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Dude, that's, I mean, talk about a timeline, man. Asher's the first in real life Bitcoiner friend I made. When you were writing a book you, with him. I met you, me and him were co-authoring a book. I remember. You were so serious on that book. Whatever happened to it? Just, he had things that made more sense to him and I had things with Austin Bitcoin Club and Plub Lab that made more sense to me. It was like, we both still agree that that book should be written and there's something there. But um, what we built here just became clear that it was uh, like a more valuable investment of my time. Yeah, I think when he comes, you should definitely circle back to that. Because like with me, like, you know, when we were going through our stuff, we had like Thriller Bitcoin. I just backburnered that for a little bit and then relaunched it three, four, five months later. So. You should definitely pick that up because I remember how hard you're working on it. We have a whole rough draft done. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's it, it was a it's a great outline. It's a great story. It needs it's a story that needs to be said. Agreed. It's a big corner. We, we will get back to it for it's sure. A big corner. Uh, I'm I'm excited to have him in town, man. He's uh, a brilliant guy, and I feel like and maybe I'm wrong. I'm just projecting what I believe is going on in his life here at this point, but uh, I, I think he's lacking the kind of Bitcoin community that he wants and that we have here in Austin. So I'm really excited to get him out of California and get him to Austin because 
he's the kind of Bitcoiner I wish we had building in Bitcoin because Gosh. he's one of those wizards. And right now, I just think the the lack of community around him is kind of is kind of weighing on his ability to be an influential builder in Bitcoin. Right? Like he's just inundated with shitcoinery in California and fiat cucked mentality. So once we get him to Austin, I'm really bullish on what what Asher is going to do. Wow. Can't wait to because uh, I know Matt knows him too, right? Our uh, buddy Matt. Yeah, they're good friends. Yeah, but you know what's funny though is, uh, yeah, it's crazy how this little community is building, and we have more people coming in because the one person went first, and then the other person saw how clear it was, and they're like, "Yeah, come!" It's 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 actually what is being advertised. The bat signals out there, man. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. we had a guy from Alaska come down to Austin to live here. Because of us. No shit. Yeah, he was at PBS like a week ago. Who was that? Uh, he was uh, the guy that we had on the show. You remember? We, we was oh, the week I was gone. Oh, it was the week you were gone. Okay, well, you don't remember this. But yeah, he literally moved from Alaska. Showed him a great time, PBS. We went to Ironworks afterwards with everybody, the crew. And dude, like, and then he's talking to other people. He's probably going to spread the message. And this is how you get people... Into us is how you build a community. If you're listening out there, you're wondering how to build a community. Like it starts with each individual person, and you, you you're meaningful to them. You you try to be of service to every bitcoiner. That that starts with everybody that you meet. I think we basically said it all, man. I think so too. What else you got going on today? Hackathon and uh, and like a handful of like. Uh, I don't have conversations lined up today, but I have uh, people I need to reach out to to schedule conversations for like the rest of this week and early into next week. So, can you talk about any of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes at Blah Blah? Or you're gonna keep that quiet. Yeah, that's not for the public to know yet. Man, look at you, dude! You turned into this uh, this guy that's like, oh, we can't say that car. We can't say that. It's okay. I know why we can't say it, but there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening. I think a lot of people will be surprised when it does come out. Um, we're close. And we're going to make it. All right. See you next time.
Miss Moses, there's nothing you can say. It's just old Luke and Luke's waiting on a judgment day. Well, Luke, my friend, what about young Ann Lee? He said, do me a favor, son, won't you stay and keep Ann Lee company? Take a load. 